Hey coach, welcome back to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. I'm so excited for this episode because we're actually starting something new. So each week there's going to be two episodes here on the show with the second episode of the week being a Bible study breakdown. So again, each week there's going to be a Bible study breakdown episode that will feature one book of the Bible in chronological order. And we're going to dive into one specific story or passage within that book to glean the biblical principles and then go and apply it to our life in the areas of faith, of motherhood, and business. This week, we're diving into Genesis. So grab your Bibles, grab your highlighters, and let's hear the word of the Lord. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. All right, friend, I am just so excited to dive into this episode. Like I mentioned in the intro, we're going to be starting in Genesis, specifically in chapter Now, again, this is the story of Adam and Eve that believers all around the world know this story. It's probably one of the most popular stories in the Bible. But I want us to really dive into chapter three, where the serpent first starts to talk to Eve. So I'm going to go ahead and read the scripture and then we're going to break it down. So starting in on verse one, the serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some fruit to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. This next verse is the one we'll stop on. Verse seven. At that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. 
Okay, there's many things I want to break down here in this scripture, and I want to do it in a timely manner. Give us this bite-sized piece of truth that we can chew on all week and, and ask God to reveal to us, God, what are you showing me here in my life? So the first thing that I want to point out is when the serpent first talked to the woman, he used manipulation to throw Eve off track. He said, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? It was a really manipulative question. And in, in, in the enemy, the serpent here, the enemy knew what God had said. Like, like he wasn't asking this because he himself was confused about what God had said. He was asking Eve this question because he was trying to manipulate her into second guessing what God had told her. And at first, Eve was so confident in her response of like, no, God said, don't eat it. Like she responded with confidence. And when the when the enemy realized that Eve was confident in what God had told her, he had to then use a different tactic. Manipulation didn't work with Eve. So then he had to switch his approach a little bit to use lies. Satan used a flat out lie to get Eve to abandon what God had told her. So a couple questions that I have for you that I want you to take to your prayer time and just like chew on this week and ask God to reveal this to you. What manipulation is the enemy using to make you second guess what God told you? What manipulation? Remember, there's two tactics that the enemy is using here. The first is manipulation. The second is lying. What manipulation is the enemy using to make you second guess what God said? One of the things that I think Christian women struggle with a lot is when they have this idea or this prompting or this tug on their heart, they're like, oh, is that just, is that just me? Am I just being silly? Or, or is this a God thing? Like, like, is this a God thing? Is, is God really telling me to start the business? Is God really telling me to do the thing? Or is that just myself? And some of, some of us, manipulation is all it takes. Like, like Eve, Eve withstood the manipulation. She, she fell at the lying part, but she withstood the manipulation. Some of us, we are just caving to the manipulation. The second we start to second guess something, we, we, we talk ourselves out of it, or we allow the enemy to talk us out of what, what God had already told us. So my first question, what manipulation is the enemy using and whispering to you to make you second guess what God said? The second question I want you to take to your prayer time is what lies are you believing from the enemy that are making you abandon the assignment that God gave you? What lies are you believing? Things that I've heard from coaches come up a lot is, oh, I could never do that. I could, I I could, maybe I I don't think that I could ever make enough money doing that. Or the the market is too saturated. Well, the economy is going to collapse or, or, well, what if, what if, what if the the internet goes down or nobody's going to buy this from me? Who, who would buy this from me? Who would buy this coaching program for me? They're starting to believe lies that make them abandon the assignment that God gave them. Lies from the enemy. So what lies are you believing that are making you abandon the assignment that God gave you? Next up, I want to go to verse six, where it says the woman was convinced. So not only... Did the enemy present her with manipulation followed by lies? She had to cave to it. My friends, recognize 
that you have a defense against the enemy. It is the word of God. God literally gave you an instruction manual of truth so that when the enemy is whispering lies to you, you have a defense, the book of truth to refer back to. And unfortunately, I believe in it. And this was me for most of my life. I wasn't getting in the truth often enough to know the difference between what was a lie and what was the truth. And once you start getting in the word consistently and letting it just soak into your heart, you will start to understand and differentiate between the the thoughts in your head. You will start to be able to identify, oh, that's a lie or, oh, that's a truth. That's truth. That's the lie. Or you'll be watching the news and you'll be like, okay, that's truth or that's a lie. You will have discernment, wisdom to tell the difference between what is a lie, what is manipulation and what is the truth. The woman was convinced. She didn't have to be convinced, but she was. Had she not been convinced, had the enemy tried to manipulate her and lie to her and she stood her ground on the truth that God told her, she wouldn't have eaten the apple. She wouldn't have sinned. Sin would not have entered the world in that way. But the woman was convinced. So my question to you is, what is the enemy trying to convince you of? The verse then goes on to say, then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. Friend, you are not the only one that will be hurt by believing the enemy's manipulation and lies that he is trying to convince you of. Many of us think, oh, well, I will be, you know, if, if I don't pursue this assignment that God's given me, like, like, it'll just be on me. Like, like, I'll just be the only one that it affects. Like, like, it's all good. Like, it won't affect anybody else. No. Eve cost her husband, like, Eve literally led her husband into sin. You are not the only one that gets hurt by believing and being convinced of the enemy's manipulation and lies. Adam and Eve were literally banished from paradise. They were they were in paradise and then they they were banished from it. They lost it because they believed the lies of the enemy. What lies are you believing from the enemy? What lies are you believing about God's character that you're now passing on to other people when you tell them about Christ and it's not actually a good representation of the Lord? Like if you need a book to go read about that, go to the book of Job. Job had three friends that came and visited him and tried to scold him into believing that he had done all these bad and evil things and that God was punishing him. They had a misunderstanding of who God was and they were trying to convince Job of who they thought God was. Let's bring it back to your business. What clients are you supposed to work with that won't experience breakthrough with you Because you won't say yes to the calling God has given you to become a coach and start the business. Or or maybe it's about your kids. What trauma are you passing down to your kids because you won't allow God to touch that part of your heart? You have it blocked off to him. I want you to sit with these questions this week. Write them down in your journal. Bring them to your prayer time. Open up your Bible. Go to Genesis 3. Read the whole chapter. You guys... I've heard people say this over and over, and I 
I, it could not be more true. The Bible is the only book that when you read it, it reads you back. Allow God to read you through his word and ask God to reveal to you the lies that you've been believing for far too long from the enemy. Write them down and pray that God would help you to realign your mind with the truth so that you may live in the garden, fulfill the promise and experience the paradise that he has for you, not only in heaven, but here on earth too. God has good plans for you here on earth. He has an assignment for you here on earth. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. I'm going to say a quick prayer over you guys, and then we're going to close because I want these Bible study breakdown episodes to be really good and rich without having to be too long. So let's, if if you're not driving, if you're able, go ahead and bow your head in prayer. Lord, I want to pray over the women who are listening to this podcast right now who are maybe believing a lie or a manipulation from the enemy that's keeping them from the promise, from the assignment, from the good plan that you have for them. Right now, Lord, I pray that the enemy's schemes and plans would be canceled right now in the name of Jesus, and that you would bring light and truth, and you would open the eyes of the women that are listening to this podcast so that they may see what are the manipulation that they're falling for right now? What is the lies that they're believing that is holding them back from the things that you have for them? And God, I pray that you would not just reveal that to them, but help them break those things off so that you would be able to mold them into everything that you created them to be. I pray blessing, peace, and safety over each woman listening to this episode in Jesus' name. Amen. Friend, if this episode was helpful for you or blessed you, would you please take a moment to leave a review for me on Apple iTunes? I would be so appreciative. You can go to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast on Apple, scroll down to the bottom and leave me a five-star review. If you believe that this is a five-star podcast, leave me a review there. I'd be so grateful. And I may just read your review on a future episode of the show, or you can share it with a friend. Send it, send this link to this podcast to a friend. Maybe this is the breakthrough that they have been praying for too. I love you and I'll see you in the next episode. Hi friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode, or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.